You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Kempi, I can't think of anything better than combining one of the greatest moments of origin, Gordon Tallis, lassoing the man across the touchline with Rabs Warren with some drum and bass. I mean, it's, <laughs> someone's done some br- brilliant work there. I don't know who it is. Maybe it was you and your part-time job. Oh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, Gordy would love it too because he's been in New Zealand enough time listening to our drum and bass and uh, he's, he'd be listening to that thinking, what's going on well, with these blokes down in New Zealand? Well, let's bring him in, shall we? Uh, Gordon Tallis, of course, uh, the former Brisbane Broncos legend, the former Queensland legend as well. He's now with Fox Sports. He's kindly given us a few minutes of his time on the line now. Gordy, welcome in. Hey guys, how you going? Very well, mate. You, you ever heard that little remix there featuring Ray yeah, Warren and yourself? I, yeah, someone made it up, I think, maybe beginning of last year, and it sort of was hitting the uh, hitting the airwaves over here, and uh, it's got a few other names. I think there's a Danny Badiris moment and a few others, but uh, that lassoed by Talos <laughs> is sort of the chorus, which... Um, well, do you know what? Uh, it's funny because um, you can walk into a pub now and all those young 19-year-olds that have no idea who I was, that was that weren't even born when I was playing, um, sort of know who I am now because I had to Google who Talos was. So. Yeah, who, who would have thought that went so well with a with a you know a drum and bass beat in the background? It's uh, it's great to have you on, Gordy, mate. We, we're here in Napier. Um, there's a lot of excitement building for uh, for tomorrow evening, of course, uh, the Warriors v Broncos. And throughout the show, we're actually asking uh, the listeners to send in their best memories of uh, of Warriors Broncos oh, right. matches in times gone by. And I'm not going to ask you to. Pick it's got to be number one. one. It's got to be number one. It's got to be the first the ever first game. game. Yeah, absolutely. Blakey and all the boys from you know like. Like having New Zealand join the rugby league, they run out. I think it was DB Bitter on the front of their jersey. Um, that was huge. I think that's a great moment. And, you know, moving forward, and they've played in a couple of grand finals that haven't won one yet, but the pathways of rugby league, you know, they didn't have to come and move over here like Olsen Filipano did to go play for the Bulldogs. You know, they can stay at, stay at home and represent their people, their culture, and their fans. And, um, I'd have to say the first ever game. That's one. That's the one that sticks yeah. out in my mind. And um, the other one, obviously, you know, just I don't think I've ever played an easy game against the Warriors, believe it or not. So they've always been pretty tough, and um, I think they love playing the Broncos as well. Hey, Gordy, there's a there's a clip that they play all the time down here, and you've played with both of them, Campo and Shane Webke, when they when they look yeah. at each other and square up, like. What did you say to Shane Webke when Campo got him? Well, Campo, the North Queensland mate. See, Campo picked a weak target. Shane Webke, probably one of the <laughs> toughest forwards. But he's a farmer, and he's never had a fight in his life. <laughs> never. And then 
<clears throat> and then uh, after that, I said, hey, mate, if you're ever going to push someone, you've got to throw punches. So then we went on a tour to, maybe went on a tour to England. And his little halfback pushed him. Well, he just started punching because he's a big farmer and he, and he sort of learned how to throw him after that. Well, the little halfback <laughs> got punished. So it's sort of my fault. But Campo's a tough guy. And, uh, yeah, mate, poor old Webby that day. Um, you know, that's probably the only time Campo got it over him. Because, mate, you know, I tell you what, mate, you couldn't get it over him by hitting him with your shoulder. That's for sure. <laughs> Do you know what the worst part of that is, Gordy? is that uh, it was penalty against the Broncos, and the Warriors got the ball. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, hey, Gordy, I've got to ask you the question, you know, because on everyone's lips, you've got five of your Bronco boys out, and, and we know, and you, you know better than everything because you've played Origin Time where the baby Broncos come out and, and absolutely destroy teams. Yeah. What's it like this time of the year when you know you're losing players to Origin? Um, and of course, it must be in your DNA now that that you know you're coming in to do a job. Are we, are we and should we be afraid of the Broncos tomorrow night? Oh, look, I think so. I think any time you come up against any side, there's going to be some young kids that are going to get their opportunity to pull on the Broncos jersey. Some of them for their first time, and one of them is Wendell Saylor's son, Tristan. He's going to play fullback. Uh, he's quite a handy player, actually. So um, it all happened. <clears throat> I think back in the late '80s when Craig Bellamy was. Coaching at the Broncos, I think we had about 10 in origin and we had the so-called baby Broncos go out there and they won and they beat a highly fancied, I think, West Tigers side. And, um, you know, I'm excited and I'm sure they've still got halves, you know. They've still got enough enough experience. Um, I know that there's no Reese Walsh, but they've got a great kicking game in Ezra, man. And, you know, um, Reynolds there and, you know, the forward pack, well, it's going to be led by somebody else. But... They still got to go out there and do their job, you know. Um, a bit like the Warriors jersey, mate. A bit like any jersey you pull on, no matter who pulls it on, they got to go out there and represent represent what that club means. And um, you know, I think it's going to be a cracking game. It's probably the game of the weekend, actually. Mm. Yeah. Well, obviously the yeah. Warriors don't don't usually suffer too much during Origin in terms of players leaving this year, more so than anything, Gordy, with no, with no players out. So they're able to name a side that's pretty much been on the park for the last few weeks, yeah. with a couple of exceptions. What what's impressed you, I guess, the most um, about the Warriors in, in 2023, and and what are you looking forward to them bringing tomorrow night? You know what? Everything, everything that's um, that has impressed me. I think I think they're playing really high completion football. Um, they're getting through their sets. They're throwing it around. Um, just how just how hard they're playing for each other. And when I say hard, like like the commitment they got in their jersey um, hasn't been seen for the last couple of years. And uh, to pinpoint one player, I'd have to say Sean Johnson. You know, normally he, mm-hmm. you know, I would say like, and this is not a criticism, but it was fair to say he was maybe playing footy, and it might have been for for the highlight reel. And now I think he's got a more consistent game and he's like he's playing for his mates a little bit more you know um, but he's certainly been great his kicking game and I think every Warriors player is just pulling up their socks and going out there and they look like that they're enjoying getting in the arm wrestle you know and not chasing points and you know just winning the little battles and you know at the end of the game um, I think they've been a real surprise packet you know um, in the papers over here you know they had their it's not even mid-season, but they gave them their report card and they got an A plus from like where we thought they were going to be. So uh, that surprised a lot of people. The Warriors. You're, t- you're looking at some of these players in the forward pack. You know, you've got Kurt Capel who must be hurting about missing out 
on origin. Jordan Riki who's coming yeah. home to New Zealand. You know, young yeah. Walters in at the hooking position. Yeah. And a couple of young blokes, you know, this Brendan Pearlcutter, who we know, Australian yeah. schoolboy, goes all right because we had one of our punters online phone us up the other day say, look out for this kid, he can hit. Yeah, no, it, no, it, no, yes, it's a, uh, there's a huge rep on Pearcourt and there's uh, Hetherington, and you would have played against his father and Jason Hetherington, uh, the guy right. that played for the Bulldogs. Yeah, so, so mate, they've still got enough talent. Mate, when Brisbane run out tomorrow night, I'm not going to go, oh, it was under man. It was the best side they could put out, and they've got to go out there and do their job. And that's one thing that I'm really looking forward to is, you know, whether they can go out there and do their job. Mate, what did what did you like about coming to New Zealand, Gordy? You know, like you always talk about when you're yeah. playing in that in that year, those early two thousands. I yeah. I remember getting a message back saying, you know, Brent Tate hated playing against Clinton Tupi because he was always coming off second best. What was it about the Warriors that you didn't like when you came down and played them? I think physically they always stood up. You know, what I mean, like like the any time you played, and I don't think I ever played an easy game, and then. And not because I'm talking to you guys, but I don't think I ever played an easy game against New Zealand or the Warriors. Every time you went over there, you had to check your body in. And yes, we might have beat them on the scoreboard because, you know, we had better halves and we had a kicking game and we had, you know, a couple of centres that could score tries or whatever. But uh, in the forward pack, it, it was always a bruising encounter, you know, and you always had to be prepared to go there and, you know, check your body in, mate. You couldn't go over there and pass the ball around and try to play fancy against them because they'd beat you. So, um, And I just love, you know what, um, because obviously it's dominated by rugby union, but just to see that rugby league had a place in New Zealand and, yeah, um, yeah. you know, and, and the go there and the fans. And my first ever game I went there, um, I was playing for the Dragons, you know, back, back in 1995. And then you... You know, fast forward to, you know, some of your last games, it was always a great place to travel. Wayne would always make it a weekend for us, so we'd spend four days, four days around the viaduct and, uh, you know, going to a few of the bars and meeting a few locals. But um, it was always a great place to visit. Uh, the fans were always respectful. Um, uh, the fans always respected you, but also it was a really tough footy game as well. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I think I'm fair in saying, Kempi, that everyone's second team in New Zealand probably is the Brisbane Broncos, and there's 100%. almost more Broncos jerseys walking down the street at the moment than Warriors uh, <laughs> jerseys. It's going to be a, going to be a cracker tomorrow night. Uh, Gordy, just before we do let you go, mate, um, just a more general look at, at the NRL this year. It's a, it's a, it's a damn tight comp. Um, look, you've got a yeah. lot of teams sitting on 16 points there, the top six, uh, and then just below them, there's a bunch of teams on two points. What do you, what do you think is going to be the difference this year? Because you're not seeing, you know, Penrith and Melbourne running away with it. What do you reckon is going to be the difference between the, the, the team that wins it all in 2023? Dare I say it, I'm going to throw out a cliche here, it's the healthiest team at the end. You know, <clears throat> For all those big clubs, they've got to get through Oregon. I'm talking about Brisbane with five, Penrith. They've got, the, you know, probably the biggest body count playing the Origin, but it's just momentum. So you've got to get through the Origin, you've got to get healthy, you've got to get fit again. Um, everybody's got to be mentally ready. And then probably the last, month of footy, you know, everybody's got to be fresh enough to put in a campaign where you got to win six games in a row, you know, you got to go into the final series fresh and healthy, but then you got to win four, five games in a row if you want to be the best side, and that's what Penrith have been able to do. Yeah, and they have shown that over the last couple of years, Gordy, you did right, yeah, the healthiest team will win the competition this year. Mate, thanks a lot for what you've done uh, with us this week on SENZ. You've got such a 
wealth of knowledge. And I know every time that Gordon Tallis's name is mentioned down here in New Zealand, it brings a smile to everyone's face. So, mate, you go and enjoy your afternoon. Thanks a lot for joining us this afternoon on Running Straight. I certainly will, Campion. I'll see you at Waiheke one of these days, eh? No, Me, no, you and the yeah, mad butcher in a T-shirt. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, mud brick, mate? Straight to mud brick. Yeah, mud brick. Well I'll, I'll get the butcher <laughs> to organise it. <laughs> or uh, I think there's another one called Man of War or something like that. That's, oh, look, mate, this that's man, the one you go to. He's been looking on Google Maps, hasn't he? He's got it all. No, 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 no. It was one of no. It was one of um, it was my wife and I one of our first romantic holidays. So that's oh. why. So that's why I remember because we went up there and we got a little batch and spent a couple of spent probably ten days there and just sort of cruised around the island. So oh, what man. a yeah. mate, what a special place that is. What yeah, a spot. That's yes. the way to do it. Well done. Cheers, Gordy. Really appreciate you coming on, mate. <laughs> Cheers, guys. There you go. Gordon Tallis there. And uh, He's a, he knows more about Waikiki than you do. Mate, he, <laughs> he does. And the good thing about Gordy is that fly on the wall, you just want to chat to him. You know, yeah, like, no, mate. Him, I, yeah. His, his, his football brain is so onto it. He you is. know what I mean? Like when yep. he talks about football, you just you, you, you listen. He makes so much sense. So, yep. uh, mate, he's been great for us this week. And, of course, who else better to talk to about the Ranging Bull, about Brisbane yeah. around origin time and what they need to do. So should be a cracking game tomorrow night, Sam. Yep. I got a lot of uh, texts coming in on double eight double three. Also on our YouTube channel. So big shout out to uh, everyone uh, tuning in on YouTube Live. And you can post your comments there. We are looking for uh, your best Broncos Warriors moments over the years. Uh, and any thoughts you've got on tomorrow night's game as well in Napier. No one's text through on tomorrow night's game, but we'd love to get your thoughts and how you're feeling, your confidence levels. Maybe give us a tip or two who you think's going to cross the uh, cross the chalk. Uh, we'll take a break here for New Sport and Weather. When we come back, we're going to catch up with Brent Tate. He's a man who's played for both teams. Um, so very interested to see where his allegiance lies for tomorrow night. Running it straight here live from the Three Wise Birds Portside Bar here in Napier. Back soon.